Hello, friends. Thomas here. Welcome back to the Buddhist Recovery Network podcast. The next three weeks, we have a talk by Vimala Sara titled Why We Meditate. Before we get to the talk, just a couple things. The International Buddhist Recovery Summit's registration is now open. So go to BuddhistRecoverySummit.org to find out more. Our next live Academy talk is going to be May 5th with Ralph Steele. Well, we'd love to see you there. It's super easy to watch the live Dharma talk using Zoom on your phone or on computer. I've done both, and it's really great. Uh, check out BuddhistRecovery.org forward slash Academy to get the link. And lastly, as always, we invite you to offer Donna if your heart is moved by what you hear on this podcast. The Buddhist Recovery Network is operated by volunteers, and your support is the only way we can make this happen. Donations go towards the cost of web hosting, podcast hosting, summit expenses, and to the teachers themselves. Many hearts have gone into making this happen, including yours. So check out BuddhistRecovery.org forward slash donate to offer Donna. Okay, let me introduce Vima Lasara. Vima Lasara Mason John is the current president of BRN. She was the co-founder and guiding teacher of Healing and Insight, an online faculty that explored the sharp edges of suffering. She's an award-winning author of eight books. She is the co-founder and co-author of Eight Step Recovery, using the Buddhist teachings to overcome addiction. With eight-step meetings in three continents. And she is also the co-founder of Mindfulness-Based Addiction Recovery, MBAR. Vimalasara is a senior teacher in the Triatna Order and Community. lovely sutra that or sutta or sutra that we recite here if you come to a tree ratna buddhist center all over the world we all recite the heart sutra in fact the heart sutra is perhaps one of the sutras which has been recited all over the world by many buddhist traditions and it's said that when the begin to think how it uh, opens so let me just pause I can't when the Buddha meditated it isn't the Buddha is it when the, when the Bodhisattva thank you when the Bodhisattva meditated they saw the emptiness and I say they because when somebody becomes a Buddha they become genderless so I'm not going to project my gender onto it. I'm just going to make it gender neutral. So the Bodhisattva, when they meditated, saw the emptiness of all five skandhas and sundered the bonds. 
that caused suffering, sundered the bonds that caused suffering. So that's one of the reasons why we meditate, to sunder the bonds that cause suffering. It's said that when the prince woke up to the truth, it's said that he said something like this. There's there's a story of of Sujata who... I, I won't tell the story of the whole story of Sujata, but you know, Sujata was just so pleased to to see somebody meditating under this tree, and she had been going to this tree for several years because she had been given the gift of a a baby boy, and in those times it was so important to have a son, and she would go every year to place uh, some rice milk under this this tree. And one day, one of her servants just comes running and says, you know, there's, 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 there's a strong, there's a deity underneath this tree. It's different. There's this deity underneath this tree. So Sujata chooses her best bowl and takes this bowl and places it under the tree with rice milk in. And it's said that the prince, when he saw this bowl and ate what was in this bowl and and threw the bowl upstream and said, if this, if this bowl comes back to me, something like, if this bowl goes upstream, I will break through, I will find the end of suffering. And in that moment, it's said that he said something like this, that these labels that identify me as a human, as a God, as a man, as a Deva, as an Asura, these labels have been destroyed by me. And I think that's so important so important that we have to destroy these identities which have kept us in the prison of our minds. In fact, one of the most important people in my life, my teacher Sangharachita is the most influential teacher that I've had in my life, but I have to speak about Dr. Mbeka because Dr. Mbeka was responsible for the mass conversion of what was then known untouchable people to Buddhism. It's said that he led the largest ever single conversion in one day on October the 14th in 1956. But for me, it was how he got to this point of choosing Buddhism. How he got to that point. He was very fortunate because he was born into a family who had, his father had worked in the British Regiment of the Army and it was the untouchable regiment but basically the Brahmins were furious that 
they had to fight side by side this rank, so they had to disperse this rank. And so the Britishers, the Britishers, as they were called, at least when they dispersed this rank, gave these people jobs and educated their children. So he was able to be educated. And I'm not going to tell the whole story. But the thing is, he became one of the most educated men in India. And he was living at the same time as Gandhi. And many of you would have known or heard of Gandhi, but you wouldn't have heard of Dr. Ambedkar because he was born into this untouchable caste. So he becomes the most educated man in India. And it's said that, well, I'll tell this part of the story. He, he went to the States and he went to England because he was seconded by a philanthropist. So what that means is when you're seconded to go and get your education, you have to go back to the place and work and give back what you've been given. So he goes back to the state of Baroda and he manages this office, but people know that actually a word has got out that this man is an untouchable. And just very briefly, if I was an untouchable and I was sitting next to you or sitting opposite you, my shadow would be considered polluting you. And so I would be flogged. I could even be killed because my shadow was polluting you. So this is the environment that Dr. Ambedkar grew up in, a, a snippet of the environment. So he has to pass as a Parsi to get accommodation. But word has got out and it's becoming increasingly difficult for him to do his job because people are throwing books at him and he's unable to do his job. And one day as he's getting ready to go to work, there are people beating down the door and the door flings open and he's able to get out of this room. And it says he goes to a park where there's a railway line and he sits there and he he realises, he realises that if this is happening to him and he is one of the most educated people of his caste in this country because in those days, forget it, the, the, that caste would not have received education. So if this was happening to him, what was happening to the majority of his people? And he dedicated his life to the uplift of his people. So he wanted to dismantle the caste system. And he tried to do it in law. And he did manage to make untouchability illegal in law. But he realized that he could only do it in writing because it was still continuing. He also had political parties. But still, nothing much was happening. And he got to the point, and this is the point I'm coming to. He got to the point of realizing that all caste was, was a state of mind. All caste was, was a notion of mind. Now this is somebody who was born into an environment where he will describe caste as caste is a house with four floors. 
and you're born on that floor and you die on that floor and there is no stairwell so the Brahmins are born on the top and the warriors are born on the next floor and the merchants are born on the next floor and the Shudras are born to serve the first the, the, the first three and it's like the Shudras can't go into the temples if they're caught going into the temples and have molten lead pour, poured into their ears but there was a group of people who weren't even considered fit enough to be in this caste system they were outside that was his people and he could get to the place of seeing that all caste was was a state of mind all it was was a notion of mind and when I read that my black self shattered because I was reading all colour was was a state of mind it's a notion of mind all races it's a state of mind it's a notion of mind all gender is it's a state of mind it's a notion of mind and this is what the prince said when he broke through and woke up to the truth that these labels that identify me as a man, as a human, as a god, as a Buddha, as an Asura, these labels have been destroyed by me. So this is why we meditate, to begin to destroy the label of mother, father, sister, brother, whatever these labels that we have, which confine us, which restrict us, that keep us in the prison of our minds. And I just want to end with the poem from the Thena Sutta, a sutta given by the Buddha. And I won't read the whole sutta, but the poem at the end is such a beautiful poem to remind us what we need to be doing to remind us about finding the emptiness in all five skandhas so that we can sunder the bonds that cause us suffering. This is what the Blessed One said. Having said that, the one, well gone, the teacher said further, form is like a glob of foam, feeling a bubble, perception a mirage, fabrications a banana tree, consciousness a magic trick. This has been taught by the kinsmen of the sun. However you observe them, appropriately examine them. They are empty, void, to whoever sees them appropriately. Beginning with the body, as taught by the one, with profound discernment, 
when abandoned by three things, life, warmth, and consciousness, form is rejected, cast aside. When bereft of these, it lies thrown away, senseless, a meal for others. That's the way it goes. It's a magic trick. An idiot's babbling is said to be a murderer. No substance here is found. Thus, a disciple, persistence aroused, should view the aggregates by day and by night, mindful, alert, should discard all fetters, should make themselves their own refuge, should live as if their head were on fire in hopes of the state with no falling away. So can we, when we meditate, meditate as if our hair is on fire? Thank you.